Welcome back to another roundtable. My name is Adam. I have Rusman. Hello. And Victor. Hi, everyone. And we want to wish you a very happy Lunar New Year. Alright, so I mean, look at, I mean, everything is all red and you know, a lot of festivities. Chinese New Year is here, Lunar New Year. And, uh, you know, what better time than to talk about China yeah. during uh, Chinese New Year, okay? So the last time we did a market uh, kind of uh, outlook. I think yep. it was uh, we covered the US yeah. and the US is at all time high. Yep. Yeah. All right. And China is at all time you know, all time low. low. Close to yeah. all time low. Close to very big contrast. Big contrast. Uh, so I think a lot of uh, some of you have asked about China as well after watching the US one. So what do we think about China? Will China you know awaken in twenty twenty four year of the dragon and everything? Yep. So yeah, yeah. So it's been down for qu- quite some time, three yep. years. Yeah. Uh, maybe it could turn around. So we're gonna find out what's gonna happen, what we think about it. But before we jump into that, maybe we just you know go straight into where is it right now. Okay, so I think we look at the Hang Seng Index as uh, as a representative of China. So you can see the Hang Seng Index chart over here. Um, during the 2022 crash, they actually hit sort of like an all-time low, even lower than their Asian financial crisis, okay. which you can see over here in the uh, in the chart. Right, it's more than two standard deviation at, at that point of time. Right, and right now they are slightly. Uh, still higher than the two, 2022 but they are still at the second uh, two standard deviation thing so actually if you look at the Hang Seng Index uh, they, they are at very cheap valuation right now yeah, yeah so and I think uh, but basically they, where, where they are now they are in the, they are in the trash can uh, people, <laughs> nowadays people the stock just market, yeah? yeah the stock market they just dump Chinese stock into the trash can because yeah. they're not performing it's down I think my Chinese stock also are not doing well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right and uh, as compared to the US so it's really a big disparity in terms of uh, performance there right so but I think what we can see the down performance since 2021 I think the index has been down for almost I would say close to 50% mm. right so this is like a big bear market for China and uh, those of you who invested in China since uh 2021, okay, you'll probably be feel very depressed. Okay, okay. because there has been ongoing uh, negative news since then. Uh, and of course, now I'm not going to recap the whole history, but just a quick summary on the recent uh, bad news that are out there in the market. I think people are generally concerned on how fast China economy is recovering because since they l- come out from the lockdown in 2023, right, people were generally expecting that their growth to be much faster, right? Mm. But, you know, as you see some of the data that uh, we saw with the manufacturing output uh, slower than expected, you know, and of course, China. Uh, debt are also rising okay mm. across the board it's hitting all-time high and now we're also in a situation where you know people uh, generally are concerned that China may he- head into the the direction where China were uh, Japan were in you okay know, the uh, lost 20, decades and all yeah that. 20 yeah. 30 years ago right mm. and yeah so now China also in a deflation um, period mm. right I mean the world is grappling with all the inflation stuff China is deflate, deflating mm. uh, the prices are coming down so this is not a good thing uh, generally if you have uh, prices drop low dropping businesses uh, generally they don't have much pricing power so they may report lower set of uh, result mm. and likewise for all the manufacturing data right so that generally is not good for the country and your salary feels like you know no, no increment no growth mm. people generally feel very uh, sad or negative and then they may cut back on the spending okay so that's what generally generally the sentiments are right now and of course you have a property crisis mm-hmm. <laughs> which has been ongoing since 2020 uh, since the China Evergrande and that came back in 2023 when Country Garden is one of the largest uh, another largest property developer that 
are actually facing some liquidity issue. Mm. Uh, they are almost as big as uh, uh, China Evergrande, right? So uh, this property crisis hit the whole market. I think the property prices in China are also all coming down. Okay, and that property uh, to Chinese actually that actually form a bar of our wealth. And when you start to see your wealth coming down, of course, you generally mm. will spend less, right? Yeah. So that's where all the negative sentiments are currently uh, right now. And of course, with China economy is not doing well, obviously, the yen also not doing well. Mm. Okay, so people who invest in China, oh, the yen now weakened again, US dollars or even Sing dollars. And that generally is bad for uh, investors. And uh, moreover, I think the last, uh, since late December, actually, the government actually announced that they're going to crack down on uh, gaming again. Okay, okay yeah. so, so that affected Tencent. That affected Tencent, and yeah. there, was a, there was a wipe off of, uh, I think, billions of dollars from the market valuation of Tencent mm. and a few other companies. But you know, that policy was announced in December, I was on my holiday, and then suddenly when I saw this, <laughs> I oh my oh, God, okay. everything is coming back. Because 2021 was the year where they cracked down the whole mm. sector, right? And that was generally leads to the huge uh, sell down since then. And of course, then I think the next few days, they quickly pulled back that. That, that announcement they sack the official who made the announcement okay. <laughs> so they realized it's the wrong thing to do so okay. now they actually took down the whole uh, curb, gaming curb webs, the, the uh, policy or that the draft or they took it down oh so there was a U-turn it was a yep. U-turn right? okay. so I think clearly you see that the government is actually trying to um, uh, convince investors to come back again Okay, mm. so they are not going to announce like stupid things like that <laughs> that happens in yeah. last year because you will uh, destroy trust the confidence in not just yes. the stock market because then that extends to the economy as, as a yeah. whole because if you feel like the government can always just do whatever they want uh, yeah. in a sense then investors get a bit jittery not just in the stock market but investors in general putting money to grow a business there or whatever it is it's a little bit um, tricky in a sense. Yep. Yes. Yeah. In fact, before that, they were actually trying to convince a lot of investor, international investor, even businessmen, to go back to China, and they're mm. trying to do all this uh, very friendly policy to the foreigners. And that that news when it came out was like, oh no, they are going back. Okay. You know, it kind of destroy uh, everything. And because of that, of course, uh, foreign investors are pulling out, and then now they are all looking into Japan. Okay, because mm. Japan is the next thing. Right? Even okay. among Chinese investors are also pulling out their funds from uh, China A share, and they are also buying into the Japan ETF. Mm. <laughs> and I think that I saw that the premium they pay is actually way above the net asset value of the ETF itself. Okay, okay. which is crazy. Okay. Right. Yeah. So and of course there were some uh, in the Gen itself. I think late second half of Gen there were some derivative uh, losses from some of the retail investors. Basically, there was a, a sort of like a margin call. Okay, because of these uh, huge uh, losses. Right. So. Yeah, so there was actually a lot of uh, negative sentiment, negative bad news. I think everything bad about China. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think we've, I mean, a lot of people know about it because this has been going on for some time. Yep. Uh, yeah. Bad news after bad news, and you just don't know when you want to get, you can get off this this uh, ride, basically. Yep. Uh, and then, um, no, it's, it's, it, but it's in times like this that you go like, is there an opportunity? Uh, yeah. To yeah. look at this, because again, there's value. There's, it's really, really cheap. I mean, if you take into account, you know, your your personal preferences and your risk profile and all of that, but it is very cheap. And like you always say, Victor, it's like you know when things just look like look terrible. Yep, it's the best time to have yes have a look at things. Yeah, that's what uh, you feel about China. Yeah. yeah. So so I think first thing is we have to be very clear because now I think China has been down for I think three years, mm -hmm. right? From the peak to the trough and all this, right? But 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 if you look, because a lot of times when be, when people look at China. They try. They compare it with the U.S. Mm -hmm. And when they look at the U.S., 
the US recovery for the past I think 10 years uh, was superb mm. right you got your uh, 2018 tech crash right? uh, take one year to recover back to the peak right your COVID-19 take six months to recover your 2022 crash take two years and we are back Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, all so, time yeah. yeah, so people's expectation of crash is right. It's only like maybe one to two years, mm. right? It's very short. But but if you were to go and track back the history of or decades in the uh, US in the past, right? They are crash right to return to a peak right can take from four to seven years. Yeah, right. But it's just that in the recent 10, 10 years, it's very fast. Everything has been just compressed. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. correct. So. Yes. Yeah, so that actually makes feels like investing during the bear market is very easy to make money. And mm-hmm. I think we saw that in 2020 when people yep. rushed in and then all of a sudden there are a lot of investors sign up brokerage account and you know, hit stock hit all time high that was in 2021. Right? So wow, buy during the bear, right? And then sell during yeah. the bull. Right? So it was very short, everything was just fast, right? But when you go make reference to China, China seems like I went in in 2021 until this year, today 2024, it's still down. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's like this is like a long bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so to a lot of people, they will just look at China as like shit. Mm-hmm. Right, it's, it's trash. That's why I say trash can, right? Mm-hmm. So they no longer want to look at China, and a lot of investors are pulling it out. They look at US, wow, how time high. Mm-hmm. Right, so um, then that's where I think there's a comparison there. Uh, and of course, uh, yeah, so some, some bear markets are different from. Yeah. yeah. I think those uh, who have investing for many decades, those really old timers, they can remember that crashes, like you said, are not so, they don't rebound so fast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think those who are watching this, I think you can re- go look back and remember things, things didn't move so fast. Oh, yes, o- correct. O- I, mean, I, I can yeah. remember some of it. It wasn't that fast. Yeah. Yeah. O- OA09 actually took six full years to fully recover back to where six it was. Six years. Six, six years. Yeah. yeah. Two years of sell down and then four years of boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, dot com. Uh, for US, uh, it took I think three years of downtrend until 2003 from 2000, and then it took another three years to mm. four years yeah. to see the peak. Yeah. yeah. So so it takes time, but now everything is like attention span is so short. If you know we're looking at shorts, we're looking at Instagram and TikTok and stuff like that. No one has time for this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So it extends to the stock market in the US somehow. But actually, the, what's happening in China is actually typical of what happened in the past. Yep. Yeah. But anyway, re- regardless of that. Um, China is at this level, like you said, two standard deviations down from down. its uh, yes. from its mean. Uh, this is what for PB or P- PE? PB. This? I think PB. Uh, even if you look at uh, PE, also it's uh, very close to uh, it's in between uh, one to two standard okay. deviation down. Okay. Right. So both metric basically pointing to you that you know it, it's depressed. Okay. In fact, if you look at PE alone during the oil night, the PE for Hang Seng was I think nine yeah. times Ooh. plus. Yeah. Now if you look at PE. For Hansing Index, I think at this time this recording is actually below nine. Mm. It's even cheaper than 0809 crash. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I think the question now is yes, we all know it's 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 bad news, but and it's cheap. Is there are there any things you know any indications that things could actually turn around uh, this year in 2024? You know, I mean, year of the dragon and everything. Um, but are there any catalysts that could actually change things around? Are there any like green shoots? Uh, the awakened dragon. <laughs> <laughs> awakened okay, dragon. so the um, thing that this uh, there are, there have been a lot of news that you know China, uh, the government is trying to do whatever it takes to boost back the confidence, right? They mm. have you know, uh, the the wealth fund, the sovereign wealth fund itself, they actually vows to stay, um, you know, provide. I mean, play their role in uh, stabilizing the market, mm. but you don't know the details how they're going to do that. Okay, right, and of course the China is also uh, weighing on the stimulus stimulus uh, option. 
of uh, op- basically mobilizing up to two trillion uh, yen, okay, to pump liquidity in the market, and that of course will boost the sentiment. But those all these news has been out for a while, right? It's just that whether they were going to be more aggressive this year, like the stimulus. I think the market is expecting them to actually uh, uh, follow what US did when 2020 hit, right? There was a massive stimulus, right? But, but the difference is that Chinese, I mean, they have a lot of savings, right? It's just yeah. that they now things are getting bad, so they 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 don't want to utilize that saving. It's just how do you convince the Chinese to really spend? In the, for the economy, right? So that is the tricky part. And by giving them stimulus, I don't know whether that is going to help. Yeah, so the China government basically is doing, they are trying to do all the things to mm. convince back the the investors. And of course, the locally, of course, they also need to solve a problem like your their demographic issue because China population also is coming down. There is uh, more uh, death than the birth uh, rate n- uh, number of births right now in mm-hmm. China. So mm-hmm. this is a long term and structural issue for China, right? So uh, I don't know whether twenty twenty four is going to be a big change in terms of policy change, especially the stimulus part, right? But it's something that we need to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but regardless, I mean, if you are investors looking at China market, you have to put the macro situation aside. Okay. Because usually macro situation is the one that will drive all the bad news and the prices will have collapsed. Mm. And that's the time where you should be focusing on uh, looking at the companies, quality companies that you think that can withstand this crisis. Okay. That can come out. So yeah. what you're saying is not just say, hey, China is bad, avoid China. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of, there are a lot of not so good companies in China. Yep. Yeah. But let's, it's not saying that if you want to invest in China, you got to buy the whole basket or the whole ETF. You can actually kind of like look at the really good companies that are listed in China or Hong Kong. Yeah. That's correct. That are actually have been pulled down along with this whole mess. And then, but they're actually great companies. Yeah. Mm. And, but they're just cheap right now. Correct. Yeah. So, I mean, any examples that you want to point out? Yeah, so I think for like one place where people can look at China is uh, looking at those companies that are listed in Hong Kong, mm. but their operations are outside of Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Okay, right. So yeah. you have uh, I think quite uh, plenty of uh, companies that are in structure in that way. So I think we have like you know CKI. Yep. Right? So their business is like Hong mm, Kong infrastructure. Hong Kong right? infrastructure. Yeah, okay. like, Both their business are in actually in the. Europe, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean they do have Hong Kong and China, but it's a small part of yeah. the business. But these are all what we call dividend companies. Okay. Companies. Uh, I okay. mean, yeah. If you know that there's a chance that chi- uh, Hong Kong or China will recover, yeah. Then you just buy and get paid to, to wait, wait to for wait recovery. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. some people they don't want to buy into companies that don't pay dividend because you can be down for a long time. You don't know when. Yeah. But mm-hmm. while, while waiting, I'm being paid. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Or right. even like within the property sector itself, uh, you can actually pick up companies that have uh, property exposure in China. But they are not involved in all those property development, mm. right? About their investment is actually more like a like a you know collecting rental and all that commercial side. Okay, they are not really directly affected by residential, uh, but the sentiments are bad, you know, generally. So that those are the companies that I think will continue to do well, mm-hmm. right? So those one play that you can look at. Of course, the other play is of course you can just simply buy, look at those companies that have uh, purely derived their revenue mostly from. China itself. Okay. So, for example, your Tencent, right? Okay. So, they derive about the revenue from China. So, even there's a political war or tension between US and China, mm-hmm. a lot of manufacturers might get hit. Okay. Right? But if you are derive hundred percent of revenue from China, okay, you may not get hit as much. Okay. Right. So, uh, so like for example, Tencent. I mean, they have a uh, multiple catalysts in the company itself, right? So, it's just that now because of the bad news and then the gaming rules that they're gonna change the curb the spending for, uh, game per mm-hmm. adult. I think that also directly 
impact them. Okay, and the whole sector, basically the whole China, the whole stock actually crash. Mm. Right, the valuation is actually being derated because of the slower growth. Right, even though China hit their GDP growth of five point two percent, they actually forecasted to hit around five percent, but they managed to uh, beat no, it. Beat it at five point two percent. Yeah, but but some people who don't like China will say, yeah, I cannot try the number. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, but anyway, so officially they hit it, right? Okay. It's just that 2024, a lot of people expecting that China to grow slower, but they're still growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's such a huge economy that growing at 4%. Uh, they expected to grow at 4% to to less than 5%. I think that's what a lot of people are projecting. I'm not I'm not an economist, right? So okay. I don't know about that, okay? so But from what I know is that if you find those companies that are going to be... No, I mean they are the 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 outlier in current situation. And when the cycle come back, yeah. when China managed to pull through their you know GDP growth or or whichever, right? Those companies will stand to benefit. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So that will leads to re-rating. Okay. Yeah. So the 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 main benefit, of course, is so cheap. So it's like the risk is. I mean, in terms yep. of price, because it's so cheap, your yeah. risk is, is lowered. Because I mean, the more expensive it is, the more risky it gets. Yes, correct. Uh, but there's no guarantee that it could happen this year. In yep. 2024? We don't know, yeah. We don't, we know. don't know. But uh, do you feel that there things are different nowadays? I I, is, is the government giving any sort of indication? I think it's not much about the government. It's okay. more like a sentiments where I feel that now we are almost at the peak of where... The bottom, is it? Things are. Okay, okay. Because uh, when I look... When you start to see even among Chinese are not investing in China market... Mm. That's kind of tell you that it's more or less a bottom. Okay, okay. <laughs> and you see blood on the street. That kind of tell you that you know. Uh, so you just have a very bottom. contrarian approach, approach yes. right yeah. now. It's like it's so bad, so so bad that you don't mind taking. And yeah, the and bad. some of my friends say they don't want to be in China. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So and uh, I can tell you that people look at the China stock. If you're a Chinese stock, you look at it. It's like oh, this is trash. Mm. Right, how this the uh, lousy stock, mm. and you wouldn't want to pump in more money there, right? That mm. what that was lead to what happened in the twenty twenty three, right? More people are pulling out, and then let follows through in twenty twenty four, yeah. So things are so bad, mm. okay, and that could be a sign that we might be at the bottom, mm. right? And even the valuations are pointing towards the same, uh, direction, okay. okay. So that yeah, so that itself are. Uh, when I look at some of the companies that I invested, for example, back to Tencent, right? They are hitting record revenue, record profit, but nobody's talking about it. Mm. Yeah, because people just say, oh, sh- shit, this okay. gaming regulation going to come in again uh-huh. and it'll be gone. And gaming is just a, a, a fifth or, or a one quarter of the revenue for okay. Tencent. It's not everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and they have a multiple catalyst in it. And it's just that now the sentiments are so bad, the foreign funds are pulling out. It doesn't matter how good you are, mm. you'll be sell down together with the rest of the yep. stocks. Yeah. So, so if so this happened in the US mm. where they record very good rev- revenue and profits, the share price will jump maybe. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I think I think it's I think I find China really interesting. I think a lot of people believe that China is I mean is 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 powerful in in the sense that its economy mm. is very powerful. There's it's it's big and it's a lot there's still some growth to go. Yep. And at the same time, they also feel like, hey, look, it's like the demographics are, are bad, you know, people are not yeah. spending, or the, the, there's deflation and stuff like that. Like opinions all over the place. And it's just, it's almost like, maybe like when we talk about Tesla, some people just love Tesla, some people just like, they yeah, are not going to touch Tesla, almost something like that. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's, if that's how you feel about China, but I just find that there's so many different views about China. And it's a, a bit, it's a bit hard to find a consensus on 
Yeah. What so, this is. So I think uh, for current situation in China, right, it's very interesting. It's no longer uh, buying good companies. It's more on like your psychology. Mm. It's a psychology game now, okay. right? Yep. I mean, you can have a great companies coming to you, sell, they are selling at the teens, they are the monopoly there. Uh, they are a single digit PE. And it's such a great company, wonderful companies. And it's very clear that, you know, they will stay the same in the next five to 10 years. But people now just, they're not interested. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because mm. everything is just so yeah. bad. You know, <laughs> I lost money. Okay. So it's a psychological game. Yeah. So this okay. is the part where I think uh, if you are long-term investors, um, you need to overcome it because it's the most difficult part in the bear market. The mm. same thing, if I were to check with you in 2003 in the US market, and then you look at your US stock, they are like trash. Mm. <laughs> right? People were like, hey, US is not good and then Asian companies like Singapore was yep. were doing well you know mm. next until 2000 and there was a decade where the, the Singapore a lot of companies were doing well mm-hmm. Asian right so um, it's you know in the so th- this like investing they always say that it's simple but not easy yeah. Yeah. when they okay. say not easy means your psychology yeah. okay. your but mental. I want to say it's very hard to get to consensus mm-hmm. because if you get to consensus the valuation will be like this city. I yeah. mean the consensus right now seems yeah. to be is trash. Yeah, hopeless. <laughs> Precisely hopeless. comes yeah. with the valuation. Yeah. yeah. You don't yeah. get good news and good valuation. You get Correct. bad news and good valuation. Yes. Okay. Right. But I'm just saying that it's, it's, it's very diverse views as well. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I mean, I would say argue that the consensus now is that China is is uninvestable. Yeah. That's what they say, it, right? Yeah. yeah. Correct. But I I, 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 don't, I don't agree that you okay. know why because uh, I think there's some uh narrative out there is that the mm. because now all the foreign funds are pulling out yeah. and a lot of people says that okay the foreign funds won't be back. I I I don't I don't believe in that. Why? Okay. Because if you were to look back in, uh, I think around early two thousand three, early early two thousand three. Okay, before two two zero two two, right? The foreign funds pull out because of the property crash, and also the regulation. They did pull out. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the the moment the the government said that oh okay, uh, we're not going to regulate. It's going to finish, and the property crisis just silent out. On the twenty twenty three, right? The China market just came back. The mm-hmm. Hong Kong market just came back. Mm-hmm. Right then. Then where the property crisis start to resurface, that's where it start to go down, and all this, and also the 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 regulation sort of like some stupid guy come and regulate again and get slapped by the government, right? Then it starts to go down again okay. until now, right? Okay. So so if you say that the foreign funds won't go back, then why is there an increase in 20, early twenty twenty three? These are all the foreign funds. But my take is at the end, right? The foreign funds don't care whether it's US or China. As yeah, long okay. as there's there's money to make. Okay. They will come back, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. I okay. mean, we have to be objective here. They did come back, mm-hmm. right? Because but at that point of time, a lot of people said it's not coming back, yeah. but they did come back, right? Hedge funds or funds, they just come. They just want to make the money. It does yeah. not matter if it's political or not political. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, I think what you should do, uh, mm. I know last the last two session where we did with U.S. market when it's bull market, and then we share about what you should do during the bull okay. market. Right now, okay. I think maybe what's more important or useful is that what should you do during the bear market, especially uh, you know China is going through right now, right? So for now, I think what you should do as an investor is ignore the noise, right? Because okay. there's so many bad news about the 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 market, right? So you want to pay attention on the companies that you invested, mm. right? Make sure that they are still fundamentally solid, all right, and they are runway is still there. I think those are the main things, yeah. right? And, and if you want to make your journey easy, buy on dividend companies. Mm. Yeah. I get paid to wait. You get paid to wait. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. what I think uh, China, Hong Kong market is perfect f- now. Uh, mm. You just buy for dividend stock, like what Victor mentioned, right? Mm. And of course, it's not the time where you should 
change your strategy. Okay. Right? I mean, you might look at your investment right now, uh, and China. I say, oh, this is uh, it's not a right strategy. I shouldn't even allocate China investment. You should just switch everything to US. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, most people will do that because they measure the performance. All these are past performance. Mm-hmm. Right? It doesn't tell you about the future, right? So, uh, and it's very easy for you to change strategy because. It proves that it doesn't work because you are losing money. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's precisely how people buy high sell low. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I saw twenty twenty one people who switch from value to growth investing, and then next moment twenty twenty two they disappear okay. because their growth stocks all wrap out by 90 percent. Okay. So we have a few friends I think yeah. in the industry that did that, and that's that's the worst time to change strategy. Okay. okay. <laughs> so you shouldn't do that during the bear market because that will come again. Again, they say, oh, it's not making you are not making money, and then it's like you are telling yourself to change strategy okay. but it's not the right time to do it right. Right? and of course monitor your mental health I think the bear market especially with down for almost consecutive three years like what you are going through China it's very difficult to to break that psychological mm. uh, you know the barrier that is holding you back mm. right so make sure that you, you are still good you know okay. you, have, yeah, you are feeling yeah, depressed mean, you should, the, the stock market shouldn't when the stock market is depressed you shouldn't be depressed, be depressed. <laughs> Yeah, you <laughs> shouldn't be depressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, now start deploy your ch- war chest. Okay, that's okay. what you should be doing during the bear market. Mm. Yeah. So I think it's not about whether it's China, or like you said, it's not China, or Japan, or yeah. any other country. If you see an opportunity, and in, in this sense, it's an opportunity because it's so cheap, yep. and there are still really good companies in China. Yeah, yeah. mega companies. Yes, and you can buy into companies that is yeah. not business is not in China also. Yeah, yeah. Because it's in Hong Kong. Oh, in Hong Kong, for example. Yeah. yeah. And the dividend play is a, is a great yeah. example of getting paid to wait as well. Yes. So there are many ways to do this to to skin the cat basically um, but it's basically there's an opportunity here and you are just looking at it from that lens not whether it's because it's, I'm pro-China or anti-China or anything yeah, like yeah, that so yeah. it's just it's an it. opportunity I want yeah. to have a, a, a piece of that if you're okay with it if yeah. they're okay with the risk there yeah okay so speaking of this of course you also have to manage the risk from a portfolio level right so I'm not saying that oh now bear market uh, you should be 100% in China yeah, no yeah yeah so you should allocate a percentage that you are comfortable with and just say if you're comfortable with only 10% now yeah. do 10% yeah. okay yeah if you are comfortable with 50% then you do yeah. 50% because anything can happen you yeah. never know right okay. so you always split the market location yeah no one can give you that answer how many how much percentage you should allocate it's only you are able to answer yeah. that question and for some the people percentage you can sleep well and some yeah. people it's zero and yeah. that's fine uh, yeah, that's, that's fine that's, that's fine, fine as well right yeah so I mean it's just that there's an opportunity in this particular market just happens to be China yep. it's yep. cheap and there are great companies there as well Yep. and you just like yeah. I'm just making a play based on, on those that data yeah yep. those are the numbers yeah. yeah and of course some people who don't want to cherry pick on companies you can just buy the index okay that's one way you can do it uh, I think the greatest index in Hong Kong I, I feel that it's always tracker fund mm-hmm. they have the best uh, fees right 0.08% okay. the lowest one that give you exposure to a lot of uh, you know 80 over Chinese uh, or Hong Kong companies mm. they are listed they are under part of the SGSI uh, constituents right it used to be 30 but I think they have uh, I think broadened it so okay. it's a lot more diversified now okay okay yeah. so yep. I think um, yeah I think that's what we think about China I think it's been it's been uh, three years of you know, bad news and all that yeah. Uh, but yeah we thought we'd just cover it because Chinese New Year at this point in time yeah. uh, and some of you were asking about it as well and I think it's time that we did it yep um, is there anything you want to share 
about China at this mm, point um, before we wrap up. Yeah, no, it's it's you know when I talk about deploying watches, some people say, "Hey, Rusmi, I deploy a uh, handshaking." You know, <laughs> like, I deploy until uh, 2022. I bought a lot, la, and now I came back down again. You shake, shaking your head. <laughs> stay calm, and of course, uh, you have to stay. You have to go through this crisis because in the stock market cycle, uptime is always easier to go through than downtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Downtime is the most difficult part. And that's why people are often very scared to buy during downtime. Okay. Because things just look so wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, right. Okay. Yep. So again, no recommendation to buy or sell anything. It's really up to you. Please do your due diligence and your yeah. research. Uh, no recommendation whatsoever. Okay. But uh, so that's what you that's Kong your take. Kung Sifacha. Yeah. Kung Sifacha. Yeah. 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 What? 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 Year of Dragon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can share one more tip though. During uh, Chinese New Year, yeah. you need to buy Toto. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it could be your best investment <laughs> ever. <laughs> you know, double-digit millions. If you're the only one that wins it, there was one time there was one guy that won the whole thing. I think it was twelve million yeah. all by themselves. Crazy! I can't imagine anything like that happening. But yeah, I mean, if you never win, you are doing charity. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're doing charity. I mean, yeah. Singapore, Singapore pool. in Singapore pools. If you part of it goes to charity as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great model. Uh, so yeah, don't forget to buy your lottery ticket. All right, so for, <laughs> for Lunar Year. Okay, so with that, my name is Adam. That is Ruzman. That is Victor. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for joining us. Any questions about this, put them in the comment section. If you like this round table, please hit the like button. Tell us we're doing a good job. And of course, subscribe to our channel. And we'll see you again.